So yeah, Super Bowl. This water's good. That's why I said, man, that water's fresh. You don't know, man. All right, I think it works. Yeah, you spoiled in this building, man. Yeah, we yeah, spilled out of water like this. I hear you. As long, sure. If you would have poured that from the sink, I would be like, right, yeah, looks, yeah, New York is. New York City's work. water is cool. Yo, I'm glad you said that. New Yorkers, if if you go to the uh, bodega for breakfast, what you getting? Um, that's a good question. I usually get like some kind of turkey with like, oh, like I get like a sandwich or whatever. I'm not really a breakfast person, but sometimes like, oh, all right. But you still answer my question. What about you? What do you get? I don't really do corner stores anymore, but back in the day, bacon, egg, and cheese. All right, thank you. On a yeah. Bagel. So I, I, was, I don't eat bacon. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> well, I, I was talking to AD. I was yeah, talking to AD about uh, bacon, egg, and cheese. He said, oh, what'd you say? You say you never ate. I've never ate that. a sandwich out of a bodega. I never. Really? Nah, and how man. long he's been in New York, I mean, York, I'm not surprised. He had a croissant thing this morning. <laughs> was My wife made that shit, right? <laughs> But still, man. Man, chopped cheeses. You never had a chopped cheese? That's why I said I want a chopped cheese. I I had my first chopped cheese. cheese. I thought chopped cheese was an uptown thing. I'm from Brooklyn. Nah, I'm from Brooklyn too, bro. Really? I have my first. I think the original chopped cheese spot is from uptown. But I do want a chopped cheese. I had my first chopped cheese three months ago. And it was good, and then I tried. It's almost like it's trying to get that first half. It's basically a Philly steak. No, yeah, it's like hamburger meat though. Like take a two hamburger patties and then just chop it up. And then they make it like a Philly cheese. But uh, yeah, I've in theory, I've never had a chopped cheese in my life. Nah, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm cool. Good. Like, I, that's not good for like diabetes and all. That. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's uh, what I'm saying. I'm, wanna, I'm cool on that. If you want the New York experience, you got to go to the hood somewhere uptown. Yeah, I just can't Don't get past get like you know cream cheese and bacon. Cheese. Nah, cream cheese and, and bodega cats. I can't get past that shit. <laughs> bodega that cat. shit fucks with me, yo. Laying on the bread. But, yo, where I'm from, cats are not in any place where you eat. But they got to eat the mice. That's I don't give a fuck, yo. Like a cat in the kitchen, I ain't playing that shit. Nah, I'm not eating I've never food. seen cats in the kitchen. They always yeah, like they walk I've around. seen cats in other people's kitchens. i never no, seen no, them no. in the kitchen. Oh, no, I definitely won't eat. Nah. But no, even like a cat in like a place, like a restaurant. But like an open fire, I don't, I don't fuck with that. But mm. they don't be like on the. I understand that. I know that. It's you, just my you, my brain. Do you have like an experience growing up, or is this is this weird? Thing, man. Like, I think you guys should white. What you call the white labeling? You should white, white label. Bring him some. You know, tell yeah, him it's from, from like, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Yo, say that shit from like Dunkin' Donuts. Yo, I go, here's the thing. I love Dunkin' Donuts, bacon, egg, and cheese because. I know they don't allow cats in the motherfucker. Bro, Dunkin' Donuts bacon and cheese right. is probably the worst bacon. Exactly. I know, but yo, my brain is crazy. No, I'm, 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 I'm like that too. Ask Nicole that when you get downstairs. I bet mean, like she say too. the same thing because she don't fuck with bodega cats. She don't fuck with Subarus. I don't know, man. <laughs> she buys shit packaged up in the bodega, but she's not buying any open food. It's just yeah, I don't fuck with that. Bitch. That that uh, chicken cutlet. You never had chicken color? No, I, I eat chickens, but I don't eat it from the bodegas. All right. Yeah, you know, I think the last thing on that, we went to New York City High Schools. Uh, so, so like, no, nah, it's just like the store was like. It's convenient. It's on the way. But if you didn't have one, that, that's like, not It true. was like an economic status. I think I, I, yeah. I, I grew up, uh, my high school was right down the block from a diner. And you went to a diner? Yeah. Because you're rich. Nah, 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 nah. Yo, man. <laughs> Yo. Nah, it was the same price. It was like three bucks for like a bacon and cheese. Tony, what are you saying, crazy. bro? I'm just saying, what? What diner? I went to that same school. What's, what um, diner? Oh, I'm going to look it up right now. He's um, he's um, fancy. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bougie, too, yeah, at times. Bougie. <laughs> like, so, I don't eat breakfast food, so like. I love breakfast it's, food, it's, man. 
No, it depends on what it is. So, like, yeah. I might get like. So it was Country House Diner. Shout out to Country House because they still there, even through the gentrification. Yeah, we gotta get them to sponsor the show. Yeah, we will. Nah, but 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 their price is good. They like their sandwiches are like under ten bucks. I'm not gonna oversell them, but. I feel like that showed economic status in high school. And in school general, like if you could buy a breakfast sandwich in the morning with the soda, yeah, you, you were like kind of nah. like on the lit side. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I'm what like, showed economic st- status in high school, junior high, is if lunchtime you had McDonald's. That's, yeah, McDonald's. Too, but, oh, like, like, some fast food. Like, you know what? Because people be like, yo, where'd you get that? How'd you get yeah, that? In? It'd be the like, packaging was great. It'd be like, how'd you? No, but it's like, how'd you get it yeah. in, the in the school when you're not supposed to leave? Oh, yeah. So people would leave for us. You know, oh, we yeah, had cars. In New York, they ain't let us leave. We had cars. We'd just jump Lock in the car and go down. get the fuck out of that motherfucker. But hey, having fast food for but lunch ca- was yeah, a status. That's what come with a McDonald's bag. Yeah, that was like, a status oh, thing. He was stunning. a baller. Yeah. Golden Arches, he was a baller. But um, so Super Bowl weekend. Um, just pass, quote unquote. I, I hate both of those things. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about. I like the Rams. I don't, you know, I don't have shit to do. On with another the pot, I do want to talk about Tom Brady because uh, I did some research and I actually found out some stuff about him. That I was like, oh, oh right, guy, really great. No, 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 about him, his sports history, not his political. Yeah, history. I can't take away. I mean, the guy's a good quarterback. No, well, the the funny thing is, I think it was. Uh, he was drafted um, like number one sixty six, and the top pick over him went to the Forty ers It was like I'll show you the video. And we could talk about another pop, but the point of it is how his consistency and ad- and kind of adversity pushed yeah. him to the top, yeah. and how Bill Belichick saw kind of saw the greatness in him as a quarterback, and was like, "Yo." Like he was the fourth string quarterback for years. Yeah, they told Drew get the fuck yeah. up out of here. And, That's what they told yeah. him. Yeah, and then like it's just crazy. I'm not in. Yo, that time is record, real. I'm not a Tom Brady. No, nah, it's real. It's, 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 it's timing, like, man. It's, it's timing like, in the right opportunities. And the quarterback that was uh, drafted first over him is nowhere to be found. Yeah, and he won like so many championships. But anyway, um, really quick before we jump, because I want to talk about the government shutdown. Do any of you give heat or do you hold anybody accountable for if they spoke against NFL and Super Bowl, but then they're performing there if they're in Atlanta? Definitely. You know, yeah, no. Like I like I saw a couple of rap artists talking about like, yo, like just because I'm not blah blah, I'm not. But then we would have to say Cap got issues. Cap took a check from Nike. Right. He took a check. I'm sorry. He took a check from Nike talk with that, that talk, ad. AD. Talk right? that talk, AD. Right? We talking in the, we talking ad game, right? Talk that talk. Cap took a knee. taking a check from yeah. Nike. But Nike is the biggest provider of equipment to the NFL. And they donate a lot of money to a lot of guys who who want to see Cap not, you know, work. This, this I mean, Nike sees it as a... First of all, this is a whole nother pod, too. But, like, it's, Nike owns... Nike, for the next, I think, five years, is distributing jerseys to... NFL, MLB, NBA. and NBA. Makes sense. This is their backyard. Top three sports in America. So it makes sense. Nike don't give Nike a fuck Nike is an American company. Do. It's an American company. I Nike's going to make their check. But it's that weird, right, to have a company literally in between two polar issues. Police brutality mm. and working, uh, being able to have a, uh, I guess, you know, first rights, first amendment rights. 
on a job scenario, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, Nike is supporting Cap, but they're also making money off the NFL, who is trying to see Cap not work. I mean, it's like I, when you I, bet for both teams, but you just put more money yeah. on one side. I feel like I you just think, ma- you just making yeah. money on both. I don't but, think that they're supporting Cap. I think that they no, nah, they can't even cut a check. No, they're making money off of Cap's movement. You understand that? So no, I don't no, think no. they cut him a check. To be no, 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 no. But I'm not, what I'm saying is that you have to look at Nike's. Remember, they're about their money. They are about they're, their they're, money. They're, they yeah. they're not supporting Cap's movement. They don't care, but they see that Cap has a following, so they're yes, they're paying him, so that's support. But they're not supporting. They don't care about that. There's no bias when it comes to Nike's decision making progress. It's green. Yeah, but that that particular ad that was sure. created felt very anthemic. It was. It didn't show a product. It was. It was. It, that's because Cap designed that. Or, or, nah, or somebody nah, designed nah. it. Somebody nah, designed nah, it, nah. showed it Wyden to Wyden Kennedy designed so, that. Yeah. So Wyden what I'm saying that? is that oh. they designed you know, it. Wyden did that? Who did that? It wasn't Cap didn't do that. It was, no, it was designed. And what I'm saying is that it was designed in a way to support Cap's movements. But yeah. It's, but it's not. But it didn't sell a product. They sold an idea of support. Like you know, Cap manifesto. is a product, though. It was but, like a but the point I'm making is Nike is a product company, right? And that was an anthemic ad. But now you sold black people. Say again? You sold black people. Exactly, and their stocks went up like yeah. crazy amount of money. So, but how can you actually say you're going to support a group of people, and then support the supposedly the group of people that are being oppressed? It's just about the money. But there's, there's no, there's no the bottom line. There's only one bottom. Oh, line. Oh, really quick, uh, just because I was trying to find out who did that ad, I said I found an article that said Nike uh, made six billion. Yeah, off of, off of that Colin Kaepernick ad. It's a lot of money. And so, yeah, so that's an investment. So we have to think about it. what they did was, was just all in their favor. The bottom line for them is green. So and it goes back to the argument what Tony so, said. Can somebody protest the NFL and step up on the halftime? And I think the answer is obviously yes. Well, Because we've seen it play out um, with Cap. No, we cannot yeah. say that they can't do that because Cap is doing the exact same thing. I would say that I don't, I don't know necessarily, I don't know. I don't necessarily agree to it like i feel like but i don't i don't blame them either i'm not the blaming them why that's I not the argument is because you know you can go get your money mm-hmm. right it's like are we going to stand for something but if i feel like since they feel like we're not really standing for it right because look one person just back down the next person like well this is my opportunity every if we all really was going to back down and really be about it and back down if i knew that everybody was going to be about it and back down then yes but because that person they knew that, you know, someone... I mean, that's like last year when... Uh, I remember we were texting on the day of the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, we work in the industry. And, and we were all talking about it. I remember... Um, yeah, Cole Fax was like, yo, if y'all had told me y'all was watching it, I would have been... But like, yeah, but we told him the whole time. We, well, yeah. I already... Look, well, Cole Fax, we work in the industry. We kind of have to watch and talk yeah. about this shit. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Hey, look, I haven't watched the Super Bowl game since the Falcons fucking lost. To the goddamn Patriots three years ago. I listen, got a TV to remind me of that listen, shit. Listen, I understand downstairs. I understand the huh. whole. I understand the whole cap thing, but at the same time, it's like well, yo. Regardless of cap, sorry, I I just want to say like, let me get my ball. Let me get my ball get real quick. Ball. I'm just saying like at the at the at the end of the day, seventy percent of the people participating participate in the game. It's black anyway. Yeah. So you making so so you're adding another view to it. So if they not gonna stop, why should I stop watching them? Clearly, they can shut it down tomorrow. They can shut it down. They literally can shut it down tomorrow. Exactly. But they're not doing it. So I don't know, man. I just feel like we are in a weird moment where 
corporations are playing both sides of the fucking both sides of the spectrum and winning. Normally they can play both sides of the spectrum, and not win. They're playing both sides of the spectrum and winning. It's because of, there's a dollar involved, right? The big dollars. But I think only certain people. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Yeah, I was just gonna say I think only certain people see both sides. Like we see yeah. both sides when we work in marketing. Yeah, yeah. But like I think some people just see a Nike and then they go buy some Nikes because cat. Well, they gonna buy regardless, yeah. right? You know. So I mean, I still I rock, know, rock Jordan. So. Yeah, I don't know. We're just in a weird place. It's a weird thing, man. I it's just, like it's like it's like the, uh, real quick. It's like so LeBron says whatever he says about these. Um, the NFL owners and his slavery and all this shit, but then day of the Super Bowl, he's wearing the Nike cap jersey. So it's like, is you with the shits or you ain't with the shits? Are you with cap? Or, I don't know. I think I, he's with cap. Bro. He is with cap, but Nike's still winning because that's a Nike product. And the NFL's still winning because the Super Bowl, like people are going to watch the Super Bowl regardless and give him something to talk about. So that's a big question then. Who produced that spot for cap, right? And how many brown people are making these decisions? When it comes down to like social and brand engagement. That's a good question. With this same lens, right? If a white candidate is making all these decisions, then yet again, we're giving the culture away. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so f- I'll correct it if I get it wrong. But so far, every article I've been seeing has been saying just Nike is producing it. So I wonder if, if it's, it's just Nike, then I guarantee you white candidate is involved with that. I don't know. I could be wrong. Because that's their go-to agency. They've been like yeah. that since they started. I'm trying to find it. I, for some reason, I can't find it. But anyway, um, so no more slack to Meek Mill and, all, and Cardi B and all these people well, performing. They're they're not performing at it. They're performing in the town. Yeah, sure. So they all making money. I, I, they was, all making money off of it. Let's be real. Well, they all get, making get money your, from get it. Your money. Yeah, I know. Get your money. Look, oh. I know artists painting Come mirrors on, for Nike man. and doing Kaepernick fucking murals. Yeah. Come on, everybody's making money this off this shit. Yo, we fucking work at jobs and we see shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, like, I mean, get your paper and then build, and, and dig tunnels. Also a point where you actually just dig tunnels. Yeah, just dig tunnels. Like, get your paper. Take what you got to take from them. Yeah, and dig a tunnel and figure the shit out. Like everything doesn't have to be. So we should be mad there. when people watch the NFL. Then you got, but that's my argument, like, right? I, I don't, don't watch so. it. It's like, but it's like a lot of people. But it's yeah. a lot of people on social going at people like, "Oh, you're watching NFL." But motherfucker, you wearing Nike? <laughs> that's that's the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> motherfucker, you wearing Nike? You right. are literally wearing Nike gear from top to bottom, and you talk about motherfuckers watching the NFL. You're just as. Comp- my, my, my challenge is with the people who are just consumers of it. And, like, like I'm not mad at Meek Mill. I'm not even mad at the Travis Scott. I mean, I'm not really mad at any of those people. Why? Because they're get, they're making money from it, right? Now, they're building their credibility to, like you said, dig tunnels. I'm wearing Nike. I'm watching um, this, this Super Bowl. Where is my check? Yeah, I got Nikes on right me. now. You I just don't saying? want none of these people to start comparing themselves to... Real activists. That's that was That's, the argument yeah. that it's I made. Activists. Like Ali put his life on the line. Like he went to jail, bro. Exactly. Like, like, that, like that's what all. And I don't care. Everybody from I don't Shirley care. Chism, I'm gonna say this Rosa again. Parks, that's why I'm Reed. saying like the like yeah we there is stuff going Martin on. Martin Luther King gave away all his Nobel Peace Prize money. So I mean this idea of activism. That's you're born uh, to do that, right? So I just think we need to be very careful about who we call our activists. Well, well, that's, well, that's well really, really quick. I would say to that point, we gotta be careful who we put in that because because there's I a lot of people too. who who will come out and say, "Look, I'm not an activist. That's true. This is my point of view on this on this perspective," and they'll leave it at that. And then people will put it on them to be, "Yo, you gotta be." I don't want no celebrity. I've said this, blah, blah. and I'm gonna say it again. I don't want no celebrity doing nothing for me. I don't like. 
I don't I, listen, man. Everyone, first of all, we live in America. America is about capitalism. Capitalism has no moral basis. When you take a dollar to do some shit, they, like all that moral shit goes out the window. Yes, we. We, we, we try to talk about ethics and morals and what's right and what's not right. But that's about perception. That's about my point of view. Because, like, if I'm looking, if I ain't never seen that before, how am I supposed to connect with you and what you're going through? That's you know true. what I'm saying? Like, that's. So, I guess to answer your question, yes, you can you can protest the NFL I'm, and perform them. <laughs> I mean, what, that's what we're saying, right? Yeah. So, I'm not mad at Big Boy and those guys what, doing it. What I would say is if you notice that, yeah. like, like um, Jay-Z and Beyonce... Before they didn't protest a lot of things while they were getting their bag in order so they were getting they their money and then once they got to that point where they can start they say, Fuck tunnels, you. exactly yeah. and I think that that's what a lot of more people should do because now they're giving their opinions that's but but hell I, 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 but I will say this they're giving their opinions and I, not, I will say this that's cool you can conveniently say fuck you because you got the money to do that you got the fuck you money but yo we need to give. Props to the people who don't have the bag, for sure. Because for sure. all the people we're here because of the people who didn't have the bag, for sure, for and sure. gave their ultimate sacrifice was their life, for sure. Yep. So we can be here and talk like this. So they didn't have a bag. The only thing they had was the clothes in their back and a love for God and a love for the people, right? right. Mm-hmm. And they gave their life. And to me, yeah. you know, I can't compare them to a J. Thank no, you. Of course, yeah. Thank of you. Course I can't. I, I Thank you. I can't even compare them to a cap. Yeah, those are the real activists, and yeah. then the Jays and whatever. They're those are influencers, yeah. right? No, nah, I respect that. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about on this episode of Should You Care, reason why we have Shanisha, financial coach, advisor. So, right now we're in a three-week pause of the government shutdown, and it like, just ended. Right? Ended. It ended. Ended. Yeah. 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 We, well, yeah. It is. I thought it's it was. It is for three weeks. Yeah. Temporary temporary it could be. Yeah. yeah. It's a temporary. They thing. haven't come to a solution. It's po- yet. politics. Yeah. 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 I just want to be clear. It's very true. Very listen, true. It's not. Sh- it's not over. You just temporary. put a pause. Right around that time for Super Bowl, make a little money. Mm-hmm. Ain't that um, convenient? Get the airports running. Right. Ain't that convenient? You know, get Ain't to that Atlanta. fucking convenient? Atlanta's one of the How biggest. Is that? Atlanta's one of the biggest airports in the world. Right. If TSA was fucked up over there, oh, NFL wasn't having that. Yeah, they'd probably kill Trump. <laughs> they weren't having that. They might have put. They might have put a bag they in probably his. Probably did. In, in like his, yo, uh, like yo, bro. Yeah. We need. We need that. We need that yeah, government playing, open. Man. But um, the point being is like, a lot of people saw the news. Like you see in the news, everybody going through it. I guess for you, my question is, if you have any advice, um, what can a regular everyday person do to I guess have that emergency money or set up some emergency funds to like, yo, like you never know if this. I think a lot of people working these jobs do it, like we said on the other pod, because you expect y'all gonna get this pension, y'all gonna get this when I'm done. I don't gotta worry. But then you get it something like the government shutdown. It's like, bam, your whole world is flipped because you're like, damn, I do gotta worry because now I'm not getting two checks, and there's a potential that that could happen again over a wall that nobody really wants. So I would say, you know, there's a couple of things that can happen um, when it comes down to first and foremost, you should always have an emergency uh, plan in place, right? Mm. Uh, emergency savings. True. Right? Um, and I don't even like to call it emergencies. I just like to think opportunity savings mm. because you, 
You might get you know, like might to, get a nice hit on stock. Exactly. So I, I like, like to, yeah, you got some money. Exactly. Bro. I like she to think, think for the positive. Exactly. So our opportunity fund, but you should always have money put to the side. And a lot of times what happens is that people don't save any money. They're not thinking for tomorrow or they're relying on their job savings to do it for them. But those plans, that's a 30-year game plan. You're not meant to touch those plans. So what happens is you now you're getting penalties, you're getting taxes and all these different things in place before you even get to touch your money, right? right? Then some people are not even knowledgeable on that, so they don't even save there. You know, so I think that we have to take a lot more responsibility. We don't take enough responsibility. Um, and so the first step is, I like you know. That. Responsibility. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> the pay yourself first formula. You know, this is something I teach people often. Mm. Um, you guys can have this one for free. Right. Uh. So when it comes down to the pay yourself first formula, you know, it goes like this. If you want to be dead broke, you continue to say someday, someday till you run out of days. If you want to be um, the paycheck to paycheck, you pay yourself 10% first. If you want to be comfortable, you pay yourself 20% of your paycheck first. If you want to be wealthy enough to retire young, you pay yourself 30% first. You know, a lot of times people think 30%, how, you know, they want to do it, but how am I going to do it? You know, well, let me ask you something. If I was to give you, let's say you had $1,500, that was your budget. You know that you only have $1,500, you're going to live with $1,500, right? So doesn't it make sense to take out whatever you need to take out first and then build your life based off the 1500 but what we do is we actually build our life first and then look at our accounts, sure. right? So it's just about reworking it in um, our mindset, you know, and building budgets. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people don't build budgets. Now, we also want to do this on our own. You know, every, every person has a, a position to play, right? You know, you're not going to be a banker and... That's not what you you, you do, right? You're in, you're in uh, creatives, right? Mm -hmm. So you know that you got to go to a bank to host your money for you, right? right? So everyone has a position to play. So I think that it's very important to, if you can't do it by yourself, get help. You know, it's okay to seek help. You see, that's what the wealthy do. They have financial advisors. They have financial coaches, right? Yeah, I, I finally got so, me an accountant like maybe yeah, six years right. ago to correct all my tax issues. Yeah. And, you know, I was filing wrong and this guy got me back a lot of money. And now I don't touch anything. I just take everything to him mm -hmm. and he hooks up all that shit yeah. and 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 uh, and that too a lot of times people don't even have accountants they have tax preparers right which is yeah, the h&r blocks right i'm gonna talk to you about so oh man they're taking all your money there's a huge difference and on top of that an accountant is not a financial advisor now That's they true. may have knowledge of because it makes sense but they're not financial advisors an and so you gotta have a or uh, like i don't call myself an advisor i call myself a financial coach the reason why is because i feel like advisors give you advice and they dip Right, coaches there in the trenches with you. Right? right, so I'm in the trenches. Whether it's a good day or a bad day, I'm in the trenches with you. So, but same role essentially, right? Um, so these wealthy people, they have financial coaches, they have financial advisors in their corner, they have accountants as well. You know, we don't have that. We have to take more responsibility and invest in those things because when things like this happen, you you so dependent on the government. Now the government shut down. How are you gonna eat? Yeah. Right. I mean, down to the down to literally eating. Like people don't have money for groceries. They don't have it in their budget because they're counting on their food stamps. Right. Well, now your food stamps is is cut off for the for the next three weeks or whatever. So what advice? What you gonna do? Right. Get your so, coins up and don't depend on the government. Exactly. So just save your money. <laughs> and even 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 if the person does is not like renting to a low income, right? One thing my philosophy is if you, money if you don't save money, money won't save you, right? So that's my little plug. But when it when it comes down to it, even if you're not renting to low-income um, people, what happens is these people have a job. 
if they're not working, well, what happened? How are they going to pay their rent anyway? Mm-hmm. Right? So not even just a low income. They have a job, but their job is not paying them. They don't pay rent. So people think a lot of times, oh, I'm going to go into real estate and I'm going to rent out to all these people without realizing that that can also... It's, can it's a great it's a great um, investment um, strategy, but it's also it's risky. very risky, yeah. you know, because of situations like this. People can't afford to pay rent, you mm. know? And, I, and when I worked at, um, for the state... The, when, the way you get paid, the first, when you first get your paycheck, you do, it's called a furlough, right? So that first week you work in, first two weeks, they take that one check and they put it to the back, yeah. you know, because when you leave, that's when they'll give you that check. So imagine working three, I think we worked a month and I didn't get paid for a month. And so I know what that was like, but imagine I was young and I had my, my parents to rely on. Mm-hmm. But these people, I can only imagine you got kids, homes, property, all these yeah. different things. Yeah. You can't even pay into that. You know, we have to take more responsibility and start saving and investing for ourselves. And it's not a lot. It's never how much you make, but always how much you keep. You know, that's the golden rule. A lot of times people don't realize that. I know people who make $12 an hour with way more money than people who make 100000 you know, all the time. I see it every day, you know. Yeah, it's all about your mentality, how you spend money. Because they say, like, the more money you make, the more money you spend. True. Or the more money they take. That's true. That's true too. Um, all right, you got anything else to? Uh, hey man, you know. But follow me on Shanisha's Changing Lives. Yeah, yeah, get your plug. Slow it down. Slow it down. Slow down. Follow me at Shanisha's Changing Lives for more. You got an Instagram? IG? Yeah, that's that's Instagram. That's in, okay. Mm-hmm. So S H A N I S H A S Changing Lives. I like that. Shanisha's Nah, man. Changing Lives. You know, just be great, be fruitful, enjoy life. That's my. That's my. Thing.